0: One of my biggest energy drains during the day, every day, is distractions. And it's being pulled in a hundred different directions, and none of them are getting finished, gaining traction. None of them are moving the ball down the field. Do you feel me? I wear a lot of hats, and I know if you're listening to my podcast, you do too. I'm a mom. I'm a wife and partner. I'm a volunteer, I'm a business owner, I'm a coach and teacher, and it's really important every single day that I can take back my focus. And as I get older, I get more and more serious about this. Today, I'm going to share three ways I guard my focus throughout my day. This is a, a big lesson for you. Let's get into it. Hey mama, are you way too busy to figure out what you actually need for your health? Do you wanna make sustainable progress in your health goals while also feeling at peace with your body? Maybe you just feel stuck. You dread getting dressed in the morning because, well, nothing fits anymore. Hey, I'm Lou, and wherever you are, we're going to love your body to health. As a mom, wife, and trainer, I like to debunk popular culture to help you find research-based, sustainable habits. We're moving out of overwhelm and into empowerment. Wherever you are, fill up that water bottle, lace up those shoes, because we're about to move your health. Let's catch up, friend. So when I became a mom, I did not realize how it would throw me into the deep end of my lack of focus. I think I had a lot of kind of coping skills and coping mechanisms up until that point of just kind of figuring out how to focus in in tough situations. But the children, the children and the hormonal things that happen as a mom, <laughs> when they start to cry and need and want and scream for literally attention, that's a big thing. And I just can feel like I'm drowning sometimes. I was just on the phone I think it was yesterday. It was an important phone call from my doctor. And my daughter decides to throw a very loud fit, a very, very loud fit. We were walking. She was in her stroller and she all of a sudden needs to get out of her stroller. It's near the end of our walk. Um, and she wants to walk up the driveway by her, well, next to me, but by herself. And she has done this walk up the hi- the driveway a few times, but it's been a while since she lasted it. It's been a long while and she just wanted some autonomy, but also some attention. You know how that is. It's like somewhere in between. I want to be independent, but I want mommy right there. And she wanted to be heard all in that moment. And these were all things I couldn't give her because I was on the phone with my doctor and the doctor was very gracious while I I unbuckled her from the seat and we walked together up the driveway as I continued my conversation on the phone. But this is just one of the many moments that we have every single day and they pull at our attention and they pull in more than one direction at any given moment. Sometimes we just feel like we have to pause, we have to drop, we have to shift and it is exhausting and it takes patience and it takes creativity and it takes focused energy to move through these moments and to return our attention to the original need right add to this if you struggle with anxiety attention deficits overwhelm or burnout these are all exacerbated in these moments and i know that you feel me because it just feels like you're at the end of the rope there are times when i have grabbed my knees leaning over breathing deeply because i'm so overwhelmed by the moment <laughs> and you pro- like me you probably come away feeling absolutely exhausted and you push back into survival mode until you can recover One study said that it takes us 23 minutes and 15 seconds on average to regain focus after being interrupted. Also, we can understand the limits of time and the season with the young ones and with our youthfulness and time to explore and create and have adventures. There's so much pressure on top of these moments as well. And it's these are precious moments, but there's also a balance that has to be created. Right. And so we have to do the work to eliminate distractions and it's not about being more rigid. It's definitely not being about about me more rigid. I've been around people who are just horribly rigid and they are really just you know they are trying to escape really reality and I'm not talking about that I'm talking about a softer approach where we are just being very intentional about what we say yes to what we say no to understanding the rhythms of our day and allowing the goals that we have our family our work our play to guide what we say yes to and what we we take part in for, throughout our day I want to give you three ways that I have begun to eliminate some of these distractions. A lot of the distractions that happen just kind of with this back and forth focus. And the first one, if you've never heard of it, maybe you have heard of it and you haven't been implementing it or kind of wonder about it generally is time blocking. It's a time blocking method. And I have been taught many different ways to manage my time. I love it. Uh, I love time management. I love productivity, and but the time blocking method I think has really helped me in this mom stage and working from home and being a business owner. There are time blocking will just allow specific times for my focus. So time blocking says that from this time to this time is family time, this time to this time is work time, this time to this time is lunch time, and really just kind of making my day, uh, blocking out my day with a, a, a kind of a theme for that time block. So it might be 30 minutes, it might be an hour, depending on what is the regular rhythm of my day. And within that time block, I have regular routine of how I get things done. And so these are specific times with that theme for my focus on that theme. So in that family time, I don't feel pulled into work. I don't feel pulled into laundry or whatever it is, or sometimes the family time is laundry time and and I've, the, the small tasks I have kind of built in throughout the day, um, like clean up after all of our meals or something like that. But there, these things are part of that time block. So I don't feel pulled or rushed to do something else or in the back of my mind, I'm not gonna have time to do X, Y, Z because I've blocked in time. And I've communicated it with my family. There are just certain times of day when I am working and I'm not available. I'm not available to answer texts. I'm not available to you know, be at school volunteering. I'm not available to carry my child to different places. (laughs) These are really, I'm really serious about these time blocks because this is how I say yes to all the things. Multitasking is a lie. So please, you have to be very, very intentional about this. I turn on my do not disturb. I have uh, specific times for emails and messages. I do not answer emails and messages all day long. If you text me, you have experienced this. You will not get a text back immediately. (laughs) Generally, there are times where you hit me during a certain time, a certain block, or I might be distracted during my, my time block. But, um, That aside, (laughs) I generally don't text right back when you text me. You have to train your brain to work in this flow as well. You have to be very intentional about creating an environment, creating a rhythm so that you know what you're about to show up to, right? That you're you're kind of looking down the lane, constantly preparing your body, your mind for what's coming up next. And it really makes it helpful for me to know that I'm about to, I need to, 15 minutes because I'm about to go hard into work or I'm about to go hard into a workout or something like that. I'm I'm really already transitioning in those in-between times, right? So time blocking method is really, really helpful for me. If you have more questions about it, jump into my Facebook group, Body Habit Rescue, uh, search face uh, search Body Habit Rescue, and you can add yourself to the Facebook. I think I have three questions there. That, uh, and then the, the, the computer, the uh, software will automatically add you after you answer those three questions. But come ask me about time blocking. I would love to talk to you more about that. Um, the second one is turn off as many notifications as possible. And that's all the pings, the dings, uh, the... You know, the the little, um, I have an iPhone and it has the little red number of how many messages. I turn off as many of those as possible. I don't want any alerts. I don't want to know every time somebody messages me across the four or five apps that I have. Um, I have just eliminated so much of that and so that that really saves me in those moments where I'm needing to concentrate I'm needing to be with my kids I'm needing to be with my partner my husband I'm ready to you know whatever it is I, there I'm always I'm not always pulled in a hundred different directions because I have all these dings and pings and flags and notifications going. It really, really helps me. So just kind of go through and say, do I need to know how many messages I have on this app right now? Is it really important? It, are these people paying me? <laughs> that, that's part of it. Number two, are these people crucial to my daily living, right? Um, there are many reasons why I, and, and even in those categories, I will I'll be very intentional about the times of day that I'm responding. It's not going to be during family time in particular. It's not going to be during lunchtime. It's not going to be during my workout. These are uh, it's not going to be during work time either unless I block off 15 minutes during my work time to answer messages. So, it's I'm really really intentional and I'm asking you to be really really intentional about your notifications and how you pull your Pull your focus away from what you're doing, understanding the cost of what it is to regain that 23 minutes and 15 seconds. And then the third one is delete all the social apps. Just delete them. Uh, they take away so much from, from your life and from your livelihood. Uh, if you need to to be on there, I would say do, use it on your laptop, use it on your computer. It gives you a broader view. Uh, they're just, it's it's just kind of, you interact with the software a lot different when you have to do a search for that app on the computer. If you absolutely have to, uh, it, if you can just start, Turn them off, do not disturb or, or put them to sleep at a certain time at night so that you don't even open them up after a certain time after dinner or something like that. But you have to be really militant about this. It's really, really important because social media is really causing a lot of mayhem and stealing a lot of time and energy. It, it does support in some ways, there are some some positives to social media, but by and large, when we were talking about getting your focus back and getting your health uh, in check, all your stress management and sleep habits, all those, it is not worth it to be having your social media pinging you all the time or or just taking your focus away from all the things that are happening around you, right? So those are my big three time-blocking, Turn off as many notifications as possible. Delete social apps militantly. um, But then I'm just going to give you two more freebies. How about that? So uh, the fourth one is get enough sleep to really work your days. It's so important to have enough sleep so that I I had a great workout today. I'm really coming off of a good day too. (laughs) I had a great workout today and I realized, man, it makes all the difference in the world. When my body is ready to do the workout, the workout goes so much easier. I had more in my tank after my workout. I was like, I need to go a little bit harder, but I didn't. I'm going to save it. But at the same time, just so you know, that that You get this full feeling when you can focus, when you can really be productive and get things done and, and treat the people around you with the value that, that they need to be treated, right? So get that sleep. It encourages your health, it encourages better relationships, it encourages better focus, get enough sleep. And your second freebie is to take intentional breaks throughout the day. It's really important. This is why I enjoy time blocking as well is because I know that majority of what I need to get done is going to get done during the day if I if I show up well for all of my time blocks. If I do that, I can also take intentional breaks. My lunchtime is a very intentional break. I get no work done. Yeah, <laughs> um, I couldn't if I tried the way I've set it up. So <laughs> it's really important that you... Find those pockets in the day when you can kind of take a break. You know that you, you're you about to, to go hard in 15, 20 minutes or something like that. Take a rest break, take a stretch, take a walk, whatever it is to get your mind right for the next push, right? And I, I have even in the evenings, many evenings, I'm starting to go on walks. I call it my sanity pill. <laughs> I, I need to go take my sanity pill, just 15 minute walk so that I can endure the rest of the evening. It's a good energy boost for the evening and and it really sets me up so that I can show up for bath time, bedtime, all that stuff well. So anyway, these are just my thoughts on taking back your focus. Uh, You're welcome to share with me your thoughts. Come by in the Facebook group. I would love to hear from you, love to see you, love to interact with you and and just find out what you need. So till next time, let's move, friends. Thank you so much for listening. If it was helpful to you, please pass to a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews are so supportive to me and to others. I read every one. Until next time, let's move, friend.